Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're, You're listening, listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgar. The Mighty House team is back with our three of the show. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart, 265, and Mag Erad. And whenever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips to the show are available at MightyHouse.net and in our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, there's an hour left. The Klein Tool of the Month. Just call. Yes. Ask that your name go on a piece of paper. It goes into a Mr. Floor bag. Yep. At the end of the show, Andrew comes in. We pick a name. That's it. Those are the rules. There's no nothing other than I can't win, Ron can't win, Robbie can't win. Those are the rules. Right. And Andrew. Okay, and Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's it. So... Uh, 877-711-5611 is the number if you want to get into the uh, Klein Tool of the Month Club and uh, have a chance to win the 8-in-1 uh, Insulated Interchangeable Screwdriver Set from Klein Tools. There we go. Okay. So, awesome. Uh, Rich, was we were talking about an email. I don't know if you want email? to read yeah, the email that we got. I, want... I can. Yes, I can do this. We can prob- do you want to do the email song just to make Robbie happy? I think so. I, think, I think we go all in with this. Yes. Um, and, and then that way, where'd it go? And you did see that I did finally respond to Virginia Sheet. I do apologize for... Apparently last week I didn't look at email. <laughs> you know, that happens. I like. I, I, I was looking yesterday, I went, wow, I only put two things on Facebook this week? What happened to the whole week? It was just like blasted. Bomb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my days are just so... And then my structural engineer, I got the structural drawings for my house. Yeah. So, and like half hour later, he sends me the invoice, uh-huh. but I don't care about that. But I, I, I sent him back after I got the drawings, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try and look at those sometime <laughs> soon, because... <laughs> He knows what I'm doing, and I'm working on it. You know, the owner of our company. I'm doing a big addition on his uh, arena and stuff. So it's right. like I am spread so thin right now. I am so tired, and I've never felt better. Yeah, good. So, See, you know what I'm saying. Well, you yeah. know what it's like, oh, right? Yeah. When you're working and busy, it feels great. Driving a desk sucks. Yep. So I'm actually like miserably happy. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's a weird thing to say, but even Jean, we we're sitting there the other night and having dinner, and she's like. Uh, kind of like the old days, isn't it? You know, like when I had my company and I'm like, yeah. She goes, you're liking this, aren't you? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Wait, I thought you were going to play the song. I, wait, we, I was. I is. I am. I is what I is and I am what I am and I is no more than I am. We 
He is in a good mood. Ron, it's that time of year, so I have a 20-year furnace. 120,000 BTU, 93 efficient. I don't think 20 years ago they made a 93% efficient. Oh, sure they did. Oh, yeah. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's fine. I just making a comment. We're getting that old. All right. But anyway, so it's a carrier. I've checked around, and there are many types out there, but I'd like to keep it simple for now and inquire about a single stage furnace as I have a zonal heating cooling. Two zones. Yep. One firm was pushing a mana when I read the reviews, and they were not flattering. Another stated Lennox was generally cheaper than another. I have a 2,506-square-foot house for a one-and-a-half-story with a finished basement. So I'm guessing I need to add that to the 2,506, which technically you would if it's living space. So one salesman stated that the 120,000 BTU furnace was overkill for the size house, Uh which may or may not be true. Anyway, I am trying to work my way through all the information and quotes that you guys are very helpful with current trends in houses. Any advice in my decision-making process is helpful. And that's Angelia. Angelia. Right. Angelia. That's a weird one. It's like, it's not Angela. They threw an I in there. Right. Okay. So you left this fine response, which starts out quite honestly, technically... You would need to do a manual J calculation, static pressure. You could do energy calcs just based on the Department of uh, Energies. They have it online. You could oh, do yeah? in there. And you put in your windows, your insulation, and all that. You can do that stuff and figure out energy usage, um, and it'll dictate what size furnace or air conditioning you need. But I agree with you 100%. Go ahead. You can do your so, response. So here is the thing that... First of all, if if that if the house is 40 years old and that's the current furnace in there, and obviously if it's a split zone and it's only 2,500 square feet, the previous owners or whoever put it in last was having problems, so they split this up to try and make it heat and cool better. So they may have also just came in with the bigger hammer theory and just threw in a huge furnace thinking that's going to solve the problem, when in fact... It can actually worsen the problem because it doesn't run long enough to heat up or can overheat, and, and it'll shorten the life of the furnace. So the doing the calculations and finding out, whoever heating guy comes in and says, oh, we're just going to match what's there, it, it may be okay. It may not. You don't know. You know, if you've got newer windows and you've changed windows, you've put in insulation, you've changed some things in the house, that's going to change the size of the furnace that you need. So okay. so the way you said that, does that mean that you don't really like zone systems? Um, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> what? I just got a Charlie horse. My leg just cramped. He said a bad word. Yes, he did. And Yes, I did, but I didn't say it real loud. But no, I just got a today, my leg just cramped. He said it, it twice like, today? Crap. You, yeah, I, that's and, the second time I've hit the dump button. So seven seconds of the show are gone. Never to be heard again. <laughs> never to be heard again. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing. On the podcast, thing. but not on the air. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Andrew. Way to be on your toes. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's why uh, but, this audio delay unit is here. Right. Yes. Well, and it's funny. I mean, it's bad. I can talk like a truck driver all the time, and it's amazing. I get on here, and I don't do that. But, yeah, my leg just cramped. I just got a Charlie horse, and I was like, holy cow. Anywho. <laughs> Um, no, the zone dampered systems, we do a, a lot of them. And I think, but for us, it's two reasons. One, we're in a cooling climate. We don't use heat at all. Right. So 
that makes it easier. So that's why we have 14-foot ceilings, because we don't worry about it. Right. But the zone damper is also because so much glazing and the heat, so it's very easy at any given time during the day that a room, like if the sun's going, you know, if your house faces, say, southeast, in the morning, the the south the east end of the house is going to get hotter. And right. as the day progresses, the heat in the house, the solar gain actually moves along that house. And by doing the zone dampers, we can actually make the, the air conditioning move with the sun. Right. Right, and, that's and to all- me, that's where it makes sense. But sure. not everybody, not everybody's house, you know that kind of thing. Right. Well, and here's the here's the problem with, and I and I know there's ways to work around this, and I just don't see it very often. All I see is somebody throws in a damper. The problem is you buy a fr- they they install a furnace that's designed to heat the entire house. Uh huh. And then what they what they do then is choke it down, <coughs> and and have it run full speed. To only heat a portion of the house, which is going to overheat the furnace. The static pressure is going to go through the roof because they're closing right. off half the ductwork. Well, and they need to balance right. that system correctly. Okay. So let's go back to your response in the email, which you nailed, by the way. Thank you, Because um, you go with the variable speed. Right. And that's where I think spending the money on variable speed equipment, true variable speed, is well worth it because... Now, I don't have one in my house. I have old school. It's on or it's off. Right. Um, the house I'm building will have all variable speed equipment because it will run all day long. Yep. At 10 or 15%. And it will. So now you've got air movement throughout the house, no stale pockets. You know what I mean? It's, it's well worth the money doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think the technology is there. And we've not had, I use Train in Lennox. We're a, uh, a train, a national train dealer kind of thing. Right. We have an agreement with them because, you know, we do 400 homes a year at the production side. Right. Um, so we've not had problems with the equipment. We did have some for a while when the uh, newest uh, compressors came out. Uh-huh. To make them more efficient, they're rifling the copper tubing in the really? compressors. Yeah. And it, so, but they were pulling it too much and it was getting too thin so when you get coastal right it would rot real fast got it but they have addressed it okay well it's been good we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about this heating and cooling issue right after the break you are if you have questions call yeah that's it 877-711-5611 there you go we'll be back right after this is mighty house mighty house will return was going smoothly two more days and we'd be done we came in right on budget man this job was so much fun but i knew the fun was over when the client said hey son my wife and i've been talking there's some changes we need done that sinks just what we asked for but my wife thinks we need to so cut another hole in the counter boy should be an easy thing to do i know we asked for stainless but we prefer that it be white the oven's on the left now Now could you put it on the right why can't you make up your mind we did everything you said you've got to make up your mind i can't read what's in your head well i'm running out of patience i'm running out of time and you're running out of money because you 
can make up your mind. Blue pastels, oyster shells, pink and kelly green. These just aren't the colors I saw in the magazine. What's wrong? It took so long. Seems like that to me. Can't you do it in a week like Ty does on TV? We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. Okay, so we were talking uh, furnaces and what size uh, furnace HVAC do I need? In general. Yeah, and HVAC. But we got an email saying, okay, what furnace What, what furnace should I get? So, well, brand-wise? Brand-wise, exactly. Yeah, the, They're I all don't the think same. it matters a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> that's, I've learned like three things over the past 10 years. Yeah? That's what? one of the things that I've learned. And, and that is what? All furnaces are made by the same manufacturer. The company just takes their own little label and sticks it on where it says, put label here. Yep. So they're made by basically or, two or three companies. And, or you have the one that says put label here. Right. <laughs> yeah. What kind of furnace did you get? Oh, the put label here kind. Yes. <laughs> That's the one I got. So. And the other thing I learned was like RF factor, which is something about a match on one side of a window to the other side of the window. Huh? R, the, RF R, value. R value? Or R, the yeah. U factor? R value. R value. Uh, See how much I've learned? <laughs> <laughs> the R value. Something is the inverse of U factor. It's something about you take a match and you light it, and then how long it takes for the heat to get to the other side of the window. Rich taught me that like on day one. Uh, or through whatever material it is. I'm just saying that's what I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now, it, it, Robbie's answered that. What furnace should I get? And the answer is, Robbie? Doesn't matter. Okay. What matters is your installation. Well, ooh, it doesn't, it doesn't. Bada, exactly. Bam. What did she just say? I it, think it, she just What said. matters is your installation. That's correct, but you can look, and each manufacturer will have a fairly similar warranty. Yep. But, you know, you could go by the established company. Because <laughs> um, I'll be honest, HVAC guys, yep. they go out of business faster than restaurants. <laughs> you Why? know what I mean? So just because a guy build down the street, builds HVAC, or up there it's builds heating and cooling. Right. We're down here, it's builds cooling. We don't do heating. Right. So you got to watch that a little bit, but always stick with a reputable company. Look at the warranty, uh, check references. But I think you're better off going with the larger firms. And again, it may cost a little bit more money. And I'm not trying to put the small guy out of business. It's just you don't want to get something and then not have it to be serviceable. Correct, correct. And the guys that have the companies that have been around, you know, a long time, they're going to put something in because they know you're going to call back to service it, and they're going to want to. Have you refer them also? So yes. you know they're they're looking for that that referral. They're looking to make sure they do a good job. They want the cleaning service every year to come out and service and do all the maintenance. So yep. So that's a that's a reason to use a a, a larger company for something like that. Um, but th so then the bigger issue there is what Robbie said is who installed it. So if if they didn't do a static pressure test, they didn't didn't figure out what size it really needs to be in the house by doing a manual, manual J or the energy thing that Rich was talking about, then, you know, it doesn't matter. You're going to throw it in this furnace. It's too big. It's going to choke everything down because the ductwork doesn't work and 
it's not going to work right. You're going to have cold areas in the house or hot areas in the house. And it's all because the installer did not pick the right furnace, didn't size it properly, didn't get the variable speed because you've got zoned dampering. So, you know, all of that stuff makes a difference and it falls back on the installer. Mm -hmm. So that, that's really where you got to watch it. And I, you know, I, I, I'm fine. Basically I, when I see a furnace, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to make sure it works right. And the only way to make it work right is to get a good installer. So, um, that's, that's the key. So, um, we referred her over to the Jedi and hopefully the Jedi will be able to help her out. And for those of us yeah. who don't know the Jedi. HVAC Jedi. Got it. Yep. He's Northwest side Chicago. Yep. But he doesn't service the whole area, but he can refer you to somebody that does. So. Right. That's you. That's usually right. what it is. And I think we must have gotten it correctly because we didn't get any calls from the heating guy. No, he's busy today or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, John and Jim are not around today, whatever. They're not yelling at us. Or or we got it right, one of the two. So right. We'll see. Well, no, I mean, it's just, it's, I don't know, people, it's hard, right? I mean, when your HVAC system goes down, I mean, you know you're looking at a few thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not going to be cheap. You know, and so obviously nobody, most people don't just have three, four thousand dollars sitting there. They go, ooh, I'd love to buy that. You know, there goes this, the vacation this year, whatever, so. Yep. But don't get too cheap. Don't get too squirrely. And if the like I said, just because you got a hundred twenty thousand BTU furnace, don't just slap another one in there. Right. You know, my house up there uh, that we sold before I moved down here, when I bought it, had a hundred thousand BTU furnace in it. And when I had my guy come in to change it, because it was old and all that, right? He put a seventy-six thousand BTU furnace in, <laughs> and the thing was tiny compared to the old box. You know, right. I'm like, yeah, is that going to heat this thing? You know. It's like, you're going to be fine. And it was. It was amazing. But again, it just, instead of doing that super high BTU thing and heating the house up in 10 seconds and then shutting off, it ran a little bit. But right. it used less fuel while it did it. So right. pretty cool stuff, actually. Yep. yep. Nope. And that's the same thing with your air conditioning, too. You don't want it to be oversized. If anything, you want it undersized so that it runs longer and it dehumidifies better. So uh, Yeah, that's and for us, that's what we always say. That's That's always the killer down here. Right. You gotta dehumidify. Hey peeps. We have a half hour left yeah. to answer your questions. Uh-huh. Call us at eight seven 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 one. Is your mic just turned down that low? I have never talked closer no, into my mic. It's it's ever. absolutely perfect here. Never. Because you sound fine. Yeah. Eight seven 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 one one five six one one. I haven't done a thing. Maybe no, it's No, that Andrew. sounds much better, yep. Andrew. Thank you. He dialed her up. I guess. Anyway, anywho. You dialed the send up. Got it. Ah, okay. Yes, that's much better because I was getting texts from people saying we can't hear her. And I said, that's because she's not talking. <laughs> well, she weren't. <laughs> she weren't. <laughs> but you now weren't. you guys were talking about boring water heaters. So then I just wait till a better topic. Water heaters. Oh, yeah, you go to deer furnaces. in the headlights thing. We were talking yes. furnaces, Robbie. Oh, see? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> team spirit. I have team spirit. 877-711-5611. Do we have any bubblers? Yeah, we got bubblers. Okay. I, got I would like to give away a bubbler to the first person who calls with a true question. Yeah. 877-711-5611. It looks like it's snowing out there. Is it snowing outside? No, that's got to be leaves. Oh. 
Yeah, it's leaves. It's okay. So I have a, a bud mine down here. Oh, I went you to lunch with the other what? day. Bud. A buddy of mine. A bud. So he's moving back to Michigan. Really? Why? Like, Crazy. You realize you're going to freeze your little buddy <laughs> <Tush you> off. <laughs> He's like, I know. Now he's originally from up there, and he got married a few years ago. Now he's got two little kids, and all his family's up there. So it's always that family tug. Got it. So he actually went out. He bought coats and gloves and hats for the kids, <laughs> and they put them on, and they're looking at their hands like, "What the hell do you do with these things?" Right. Oh, because they've never, they've never, they've never been went... cold before. So oh. like, oh man, those kids are in for a. And they have that stuff down there at the stores, or did he go to Amazon mm. and order it? No, actually, I. You know what? They probably did get them at Amazon because you. Pretty hard to find gloves here. Yeah, I would think other than work gloves. But do you go to the, you know where like, you find that stuff? Where the thrift stores, because people really? from here move down there and then they donate everything. Got it. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But it's funny though, too, is just like you go to Walmart or whatever, because Walmart just ships everything. They don't necessarily do it by zip code. Uh huh. So you can go to Walmart. Yes, they will have jackets on sale. Like really, it gets to thirty twice a year. <laughs> whatever. That's amazing. So he's he's moving back north. Uh, he's yeah. He's coming up. Corey's a good guy. I got, uh, that's gonna that sucks. I that really shocked me because I didn't know he was doing that. But. Thinking about that is is, yep. is that uh somebody at work? He's uh my guy from uh, uh, Alexi, um, my low voltage oh. home automation company, and he really knows his stuff. So that's a bummer then. Yeah. You know, usually we're losing people that are moving down there. It, it, how often does that really happen that people are moving back north? Well, they well see that's the thing because of the humidity down here. A lot of people can't take it. Like it's oh. been yesterday again. It was in the nineties with high humidity, and uh-huh. it's way late in the year for that for us. By now, we should be seventy eight. You know what I mean? Right. With less humidity, so a lot of people can't stand it, and they don't go back to Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan. What they'll do is they'll go to North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee. Yep. And they actually call them halfbacks. Right. Yep. Yep, yep. Because they moved halfway back, right? Know, so Tennessee is booming right now. We've <clears throat> got a niece that lives down there, and she, she said yeah, it's, it's crazy. That, yeah, Nashville is growing. Yes. like unbelievable. Yep, and that's exactly where she's at. And yeah. it's it's a constant problem with all these new people moving in. You know, housing's getting out of control, and so it's it's tough. So anyway, it is everywhere. Well, that's probably a topic we could speak about in the next segment about. housing and the problems where it's getting crazy yep we'll take a quick break and be back with more right after this you are listening to mighty house this is mighty house mighty house will return the wires are still hanging the sheetrock's still bare And I know that someday There'll be a bathroom right there The only time it looks finished Is when I turn out the light I'm missing my remodeler tonight Well, I can't shave or shower Cause the water don't run Taking baths with a wet wipe Just ain't that much fun My friends all avoid me Cause I smell pretty ripe I'm missing my remodeler tonight 
Have you forgotten the plans we once made? We were the closest of friends. Bum, bum, bum. And have you forgotten <laughs> the draws that I paid? That was three weeks ago, and I ain't seen you since then. I know it was wrong. When my wife cussed you out Most times she don't know What she's talking about I'll divorce her tomorrow If it helps make things right I'm missing my remodeler tonight Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. The newsletter, uh, Rich, if somebody wanted to sign up. Oh, you just go over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. Put in your first name, last name, email address. Scroll on down and click on Boom Done. I can't hear him. Boom Done. All right. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right. Hey, Rich. Yes, sir. Can you talk? Now I can hear him. Now you can hear him? Okay. Yes. I didn't hear your whole thing about the newsletter. It didn't. No. Hmm. My lips weird. were moving and no voices, no sound was oh, coming. Oh, no, I heard it absolutely perfectly. That's weird. Okay. So did so did Andrew. Maybe maybe you bumped the wires on the headphones or something just right. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? So we have some calls. We do. Don't we? Where do you want to go? Who is it, Andrew? Uh, we we got Catherine. She's from Chicago. She's got a patch of mold in her house that she doesn't know how to get rid of. She doesn't Bleach. have mold. She has organic growth. <laughs> Bleach. There you go. Again? Okay. Yes, you're Hello? on Mighty House. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, hi. It, it's just a, a little room that has a Havoc and the washer-dryer in it, and the dry, washer was leaking from the seal, and it was too expensive to fix, so I just got rid of the washer and dryer and found a little bit of mold underneath um, in the cement, I guess just from the leak from the ring. Uh-huh. So I called the professional, and he and he told me just to do it myself because yep. you know, it wasn't like in the walls and it wasn't spread. And he said to use Dawn, but I forgot to ask how much water to how much Dawn, how much, how long do I let it dry? What else do I need to do? And the fact is that he said to put kills down and then to and then to paint on top of the kills. But how long do you wait till it's dry? And how do I scrub it? And what precautions? And what do I do? Is it bare concrete? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, you know I've, I haven't heard the Dawn one. I don't know, Rich. Have you heard that one? No, I've not heard that before. But it's just a way to wash it up, so you want to keep it wet and clean it up, and yeah, and that's I, fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, and, and if you have some hydrogen peroxide, just pour some hydrogen peroxide on it, and then scrub that in, and just wipe it up and let it dry, and that you'll be done there too. There's no mixing there, so you don't need to worry about it. Um, and then. Also, uh- just use a peroxide straight, and how long do you, how long will it take to dry? I mean, you don't want to like air dry it because you put spores in the air, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. So, um, I would just I would let it dry for a few hours, 
and then and then you're, you're done, actually, unless you want to go ahead and take the next step of sealing. Well, there's nothing wrong with doing He's absolutely correct. I have no problem with doing the kills. Um, that's a primer that, you know, it's a stain blocking primer. The thing is, don't buy it at a box store. Go to a paint store um, because there's two kinds. The, the ones at the box stores are water-based and Oh, they don't work real well. <laughs> yeah. If you go to a paint store and you get kills, and what's the other one? Uh, Bins? Uh, yeah. But those are alcohol-based, and those will actually seal well. Yep. You yep. know, if you ever have stain, you know, okay. you get a mark on a wall and it bleeds through the paint, and they tell you to put kills on it, it, it won't work with the water-based stuff as well. Some depends on what the stain is. But for something like this, make sure you get the alcohol-based stuff, and it'll go away. Bye-bye. Yep. All right, so Bins, Bins is the name? Yep. Yeah. B-I-N-S or, um, or Kills, but you want to get it at the paint store. And make sure you get the alcohol-based one. Yeah. It, it, and, uh, okay. Uh, and so, uh, so, just, so just, I just have to wait a few hours before I put the paint on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How, how, much, how much hydrogen peroxide should I use? Uh, just enough to like scrub the area, and then and then I would just take a uh, a, a damp rag and and wipe it up, and you know, and then just let it dry. And if it looks like it's still wet or the concrete's still wet, then then um, then I would wait a little bit longer. But at this time of year, right now, I, it'll it'll dry real fast because um, you know the humidity is pretty low, so it'll it'll evaporate pretty fast. Okay. And then you technically but if it's high, high humidity. Uh-huh. If it's high humidity, then you then you want to wait a little bit longer. But um, if, if you're going to do okay. it, if you're doing it in the summer and then the AC isn't on, then you'd probably want to wait maybe four or five hours before you so do, do it. I, do I have to close off the area or what do I? No, 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 no. You're fine. Uh, once you pour the hydrogen peroxide over that spot and hit it with a scrub brush, you're going to be fine. Okay, great. Yes. So, yes. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Boom. Done. It, a lot of people get. Uh, scared because they get a little bit of a of a mold or something or mildew, organic uh, growth, organic growth, and you know most of the time you can just clean it up. And if you want to use a little hydrogen peroxide, that'll kill it and take care of it. You don't want to put bleach on it, which you'll hear some people say, "Oh, just pour bleach on it," because the bleach residue once it dries actually be, will help promote more growth. So you'll get even it. it You'll have a, a small bloom before, but then after that, you'll even it'll even come back stronger if you're using bleach. So you really want to be careful not to use. Well, bleach the other thing it. is, like most molds have roots, and yep. depending on the surface, and that's part of the reason for sealing the surface is not just to cut off oxygen, but when you seal it, it's the, they can't root. Yes. So even though like washing it with Dawn, that may actually wash the blacking off the surface but uh-huh. you're just snapping them at the tree trunk right and then the roots are still there so right right and uh we'll see we're gonna we're gonna get yelled at now i'm gonna say my guess is jeff's gonna call back because he's a mold specialist <laughs> he's gonna tell he's us an inspector yeah he's uh yep he, he does the testing and all that stuff so i'm I, I just see the lights flashing so i'm going to assume that he's calling to yell at us that's right. Jeff from Nachi. Uh, I could make it easy. Don't answer the phone. Yeah, I'm not answering it. So, yeah, there, there we go. go. Piece so, of cake then. <laughs> so, I had somebody at a house, you know which house I'm talking sure. about. And uh, they left the house and they go, Oh, my mouth is burning. And I said, What? And they go, Yeah, I'm very sensitive to mold and my mouth is burning. What? I've never heard that before. 
Well, that's because they just had hot soup. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, and if you're listening, you know who you are. Did they they have mushroom soup maybe or something? They said their mouth was burning because they're sensitive to mold, and they could tell there was mold in the house we were in because their mouth was burning. Okay. That's what I say. Has anybody ever heard that? No. I mean, I've, my eyes and my nose will start going crazy if I'm in a house that's got high mold content or, you know, stuff like that. But, um, no, I, I have never had my mouth do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess in theory it's possible, but that's hmm. the way it goes, I guess. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know. But the phone was ringing. The phone. Yep, exactly. So, yes. Oh, two minutes? That's it? Just two minutes? Yeah. Well, we have well then you've got to go to a break, and then we'll have the next segment. And then we have the final 8.5-minute 8, 8. segment before we no. head out. No. Oh, yep. The 8.5-minute segment. Where we talk about my nails. Your nails. Which are now on Facebook, the remastered version. Thank because you. Because she gave me edits that I needed to make. Oh, the really? remastered the version. Photo. Yes. <laughs> she was, put, what was that, in the second hour where she was? Deluxe edition of the picture. Yeah. So, yeah, actually taking photos. I can only assume you've put those on Instagram, too. Yep. Yeah, see. Instagram, Facebook, they're everywhere. On the Twitter? Did you put them on the Twitter page Twitter or not? machine. The Twitter I machine? I do it from my phone. I'm going to do it soon. Okay. All right. I mean... I didn't want to clutter it too much because that's really where a lot of people post their questions. I didn't want to interrupt the flow. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, and if you and if you're just tuning in, Robbie's using Rust-Oleum epoxy from your garage floor to paint her nails. That's <laughs> nice. That's what that's what she's using Please now. Nails. Yeah. That's the stop. The yeah, spot. and the epoxy bonds to her nails so well. Did we well. not have a phone call or seconds. a break? We do have <laughs> a phone call. <laughs> But we've got like a minute left, right? It's not worth it. No, it's keep, not worth it. Going. We're good. We're good with the rust-oleum nail polish stuff. So how do you? So you only mix a little bit of the rust-oleum together enough just to paint your nails, or you're mixing a big batch and having to paint. I just get the spray rust-oleum. Oh, the spray. and I just put the like um, duct tape around my skin right. so it doesn't and, and get and on go, my skin, and then go, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. and then just spray, and then I just peel the duct whoosh, tape whoosh, off. Whoosh. Got it. Well, you know, the, they, they actually make the, the, you can just mix the epoxy, and then you can just use a brush. Ah. That's what I thought you did. Right. Because it's they're gray. They're gray. So you got the little speckles on there, too. Battleship gray. Yep. All right, we'll be back There's right no after this. There's no gray on here. <laughs> There's no gray. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. After something I eat, I go out where the air is not so sweet. Porta John. I drop my tools and I run like the wind to that tiny shack that's six feet from the street. The Porta John. The Porta John's a risky place I know. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> if you light a match, the thing might blow. The Porta John. 
All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, with that, we've got one more phone call to squeeze in before the end of the show. Who do we have there, Andrew? Andrew? <laughs> Come on. He's, what? Cr- he's, he's cracking himself he's up He's texting me. Oh, is that what it is? He wants me to turn my mic. Yeah. Well, yes. if I turn it anymore, I won't be talking into no, it. No, no. There you go. Ted from Lake Villa. Talk- he's got a furnace question. Yes. Hi, Ted. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Ted. Hi. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I Hi. got you. Uh- Uh-oh. Can they hear me? Oh, yeah. We got you just fine, buddy. Okay. Sorry. I got the Bluetooth on because I'm trying to do something while I talk. Okay. Um, hey, long story short, my furnace is 20 years old. Uh-huh. And the guy just came out. <clears throat> my The uh, blower fan went out. <clears throat> but he said that the internal heating uh, element or the exchange, heat exchanger inside was Crack. probably, and it was uh, leaking in time for a new furnace. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's currently uh, an 80%, but... That was 80% when it was brand new. Don't you think that it's probably a lot less than that 20 years later? Well, or do you think it's still it might be 60% part? if it's installed poorly with bad ductwork, too. Right. So it, it, it runs 80% efficient with no ductwork on it. And so now, ah. once you install ductwork on it, is it going it, to? it will never run at 80%. A 90% installed today doesn't actually run at 90% because you attach ductwork to it. And so then you... What you're doing is slowing the the movement of air through it, so it never runs truly efficient as what it's rated because it's rated at that with no ductwork. So, um, and and over time, yes, it will degrade over time too and be even less efficient. So, um, how much longer are you going to be in the house? That's a good question. Um, three more years of high school. <laughs> I've wow, and then you'll be out of high school, and then you got to then you got to go to college. <laughs> I fail a lot. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, th- that's a good question. But uh, let's say ten years. Okay, so then it, it'd be worth it to upgrade to a ninety plus if you wanted to, um, because you'll you'll get your money back out of it. And then again, right. like we were talking, go with variable speed. You'll absolutely love it. Absolutely. It's going to cost you know, a little bit more, more money, but it, in the long run, the comfort is night and day. Yep, and the energy and efficiency. And it's actually more efficient, too. Yep. yep. So you're looking right. at like 21, 20 sear, 21 sear. Oh, they do a sear on a, uh, a sear rating on a furnace as well? Well, it's your FU, your annual fuel utilization, but it works kind of the same way. Okay. That, that's what I got to say. He already quoted me. He does a uh, carrier, my guy, because he says that it's easier and cheaper to get carrier parts around where I live. Okay. Uh, I'm just telling you that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's probably true. I mean, carrier's probably one of the best known brands out there, and they are probably have the most certified installers and service techs. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with going that route. Nope. Nope. Not at all. So, okay. Does that, does that so, get yeah, you pointed in the right I, direction? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, all right, a 96% uh, installed is probably going to run at about 90% efficient, hopefully. Or well, he, uh, He's going to have to do a static pressure test, and with a static pressure test, he can then do the calculations and let you know what the actual efficiency is of it. 
Um, but, um, ah. you know, he's got to test the existing ductwork to, to be able to tell you what, what the efficiency, and, the actual installed efficiency is. Right. And you got any recommendations for static door test people? Oh, no, static pressure test, your furnace guy should do it. He should have that equipment. If he doesn't, find somebody that does because he should know how to oh. use that stuff. I was thinking the blower door test. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not a blower door test. And, and this, Although you should eventually get one of those, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's always good to have. Oh. So, But, yeah, I would do a uh, static pressure test. That way he, he can know how to properly size that unit and then also do it, like we said, doing the manual J on the, on the house mm-hmm. and figuring all that stuff out. So um, a good furnace guy will do all that calculations, not just look at the existing furnace and go, ah, it feels about right, you know. Where they, they lick yeah. their finger and stick it in the wind and go, oh, that, yeah, that's good. So, because oh, one guy told me, well, you got a 100,000 BTU unit, I'll, I'll just replace it with 100,000. Yep, that's what they're going to do. Because um, they'll, they'll say, does it okay. work fine? And you'll say yes, and they'll go, okay, fine. Then they're not going to waste the time to do the whole calculation. They don't want to mess with it. So, that, fantastic. All right. Okay. Clear as mud. Clear as mud. <laughs> yes. Clear as Thank mind. you very much. All right. Thanks, Ted. There we go. All right. And with that, we had quite a bit of furnace talk today. Yep. Well, it's 36 degrees out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was It was 36 this morning. It's 46 now, Rich. See, it's warmed up considerably. Oh. So, you know. That's a big difference. Then. Yeah, yeah. It's time to get on the motorcycle. It's time to roll. That's what we do now. Are you on the bike? No, no. I I oh. just got in the truck. I did, you know. Yeah, and I gotta go clean mine out, straighten so, it out. Yep. So there you go. All right. So are you going back to the East Coast then? This week. Monday. Monday. Monday Wednesday. Friday. Really. Yep. Wow. And you're only spending two days a week then on the on the west side then, huh? Yes. Because oh. I have plenty of estimators and superintendents here, but over there I have to go get busy. Got it. So your your boots on the ground on the East Coast is what yes. you're saying. Got it. Yes, and I hired another superintendent for over there, but he doesn't have the history with the job or the company, so you know he's reluctant to make big decisions, yep. which I don't blame him. You know, yep. not faulting him. He's doing a good job. Um, so no, it's working out good. But how can you drive two and a half hours one way and then two and a half hours back? I do it every day. It's, I don't. I, you, you get up at six, you get to the job at eight thirty, you work till four thirty, and I get home at quarter, ten to seven. I yeah. don't. Yep. Oh my gosh. See, that's dedication right there, Robbie. You see that? That's dedication to the job. Yeah, you know what to do. You know, what we always said about where does the job? Yeah. It's where the money is. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in when I was living in Tinley. I bid that big addition up in Antioch. Yeah. So did that for like four months, five months. You know what I mean? It's like it is what it is. Yeah. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. Klein Tool of the Month. We're going to have that drawing after the show here. You're going to win an 8-in-1 insulated. Today's show? Today, right now, right after the show. We're going to have the cool. drawing. And uh, Andrew will get it going. And I see Trixie already mixing it up. The conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich? 
It's simple. Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in first last name, first and last name, your email address, scrolling down and click on Boom Done. All right. Hey, next week we're going to talk to uh, Mr. Floor, Aaron and Igor. They're going to be in to talk a little flooring. We're also going to have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your phone calls. Thanks to Robin Sandys. Is that what it was? From Sands? Robin Sandys. Sandys from Northwest Housing Partnership. That's NHP. Dot net for more information. And thanks to everybody that called in today. For Trixie, Andrew, Justin, Robbie Earhart, and the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Cowgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next Saturday. Saturday. Oh, and I forgot Rich, too. Yeah, Rich is in there. Now we're all good. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.